1: Well, the Associated Press
0: is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. I am here with a co-host, but uh, you can't see him. Hopefully you can hear him. Papa Dude, can you hear me?
1: I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. All right. So we I have like Papa Dude. I like this
1: a lot better. I like this <laughs> a lot better. I don't have to look at
0: myself. We Yeah, we get a picture of magic in the place of Papa Dude, um, not sure why that's everybody's avatar when we don't have video, but uh uh like I said, pop through a little bit of uh technical difficulties today, but we've got him on and we're just uh just a few minutes late. This is like a normal bleaker's off as far as timing goes.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know what has happened. We haven't been on for a while. I have not touched this, I have not gone to StreamYard, but the camera won't work. And I don't know why. I've tried we tried everything and uh can't get the camera to work. So yeah, it's a mystery. i to have to figure that out.
0: My guess is it'll take a trip uh, to Aurora and I'll have it fixed for you in a couple of seconds. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm in driver's ed now, so I could drop that by your house.
0: It's a great idea.
1: <laughs> we'll we'll worry about that when the time comes.
0: When you, yes. Next time you're you're close, just come by, I'll i fix it for you. Okay, um, sounds good to me. Although I tried to talk him into or not into, but how and he did the things i would have done to start with so yeah i don't know i don't either i don't know tried everything yeah it was odd. well um we haven't been on in a week so we got a lot to go over a lot to talk about we got like a ton of different subjects i don't know what where do you want to start today well i think i I would kind of like to
1: get this out of the way i want to hear about (laughs) your trip and right, uh, yeah. I don't really want to get into the details of the wrestling and all that. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to hear how it went. Uh, you were in Vegas, I think, for the world's record amount of time. I don't think I've ever heard yep. anybody go out there for a whole week. Yep. No, Normally, it's a weekend type thing. So
0: did you get tired at all of being there? No, I had a great time. Um, we both probably, we thought it was our best trip we've ever taken. Exactly. Um, yes, Definitely. So we stayed at Mandalay Bay. Okay. okay. Uh, best place we've ever stayed by far. Not even close. Um, at, the, at, at Vegas, I should say. Yeah, stayed at Mandalay Bay. It was fantastic. I'd never stayed there. I'd stayed at a bunch of I'd never really stayed at that one. Um, and it was great. It, man, the room's really nice. Really nice casino. Uh, amazing pool area. Uh, good places to eat. You never really had to leave Mandalay Bay. So that part was good. Uh, we had three shows that we went to throughout the week and that kind of broke up the week as far as like not doing like, you know, Vegas type stuff, yes. uh, you know, so that helped. And uh, the arena in which they had two of the three shows was connected to Mandalay Bay. It's actually where the uh, Las Vegas WNBA team plays. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so they had two of the three shows there. And why that was really cool is every wrestler on the roster was staying at Mandalay Bay. Wow. So we saw these guys for a straight week just out in public, whether it be, you know, at, uh, out to dinner or the Starbucks or just gambling uh, at the slots or playing blackjack with them or, you know, hotel lobby run into them. I counted it up today when we got home. We saw 80 wrestlers out in public during the six days we were there.
1: So if you are a wrestling guru like you, yes, this would be the trip of a lifetime. Yes, to see wrestlers. it would be like us going to see 80 of our favorite sports figures and you're amongst them most of the time.
0: It, yeah, I mean a, a few of them probably knew who we were by the time uh, it was over because oh we, we got we, that's got to be awesome. It was awesome. It was it was the greatest thing see him
1: ever. Him in normal circumstances.
0: Yeah, and we were good fans. We didn't ask him for autographs. I wouldn't want their autograph anyway. We didn't ask him for selfies. I'm not that kind of guy. But just kind of got to interact with them. Uh, one of my favorite ones. The Sunday night after the pay per view, I'd, I'd kind of said hi to him a couple times, and I went up to him. He was in the hotel lobby, and I said, "Look, that that was awesome. You had a great match. You know, you're, you're doing so well." And you know, he patted me on the back, he smiled, and he's like, oh, thank you, that, that really means a lot. And the, the, kind of that's how they all were. They were really nice. Um, if you wanted your picture with them, they would take it. I mean, they were super nice to all the fans. So that was that was definitely the coolest thing about it. Um, the shows were great, uh, but the guys and the gals, a lot, a lot of women wrestlers now as well, and they were just super nice, super nice people, super common people. For sure. So when
1: you when you when you're saying shows, you're talking about you went to wrestling, right? So, not yeah.
0: Vegas. Shows. No, no, so we went.
1: It seems, it seems like then you had some downtime to just sit and relax.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, we went to the pool a lot. Uh, saw wrestlers out there. You know, everywhere we went, we saw them. Um, yeah, we went to three shows. Wednesday and Friday night, we're in the WNBA uh, where, where they play. Uh, the Nicolov Ultra Arena, really cool setting, and then the Sunday Night Show was on was at uh, T-Mobile, where the Vegas Knights play. What a setting! I mean, what a setting! Uh, oh, for, how far away for, was that? Uh, it was about two blocks, so we were able really? to walk. You yeah. could just you could just walk to all of this. Yeah, yeah, we just well uh, the the Nicolov Ultra Arena was literally, you know, go down the elevator take a couple of lefts and there it was. It was great. Okay. Now, did um, you
1: know all this before you went?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I purposely stayed at Mandalay Bay, hoping that's where the wrestlers would stay. You didn't um, know they would stay there, but you thought they probably would. I thought there was a good chance a, a, a few of them would, for sure. Yeah. I didn't know that all of them would be there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Tuesday, we saw the the Women's World Champion uh, and I was like, wow, that that's awesome. We saw Thunder Rosa, like, how cool is that and then um within a matter of a few hours we had like 30 people on our list that we saw and we're like this is unbelievable um so yeah heather got to see all her favorites and i got to see all mine as well it, it was great it was great and like I said didn't bother him um but they were we could have i mean they were very friendly and and yeah just it was just like Yeah, they're just staying where we're staying and doing the same things. They were all gambling, a lot of them, and and all all that kind of stuff. Uh, It was cool. In street clothes? Yeah. Did they look like
1: you thought they would? Because sometimes, you know, you see them and they're not like you see them in wrestling outfits, and they don't look, Uh but these you could pick them out real easy.
0: Well, uh, I mean, Heather and I learned pretty quick. We're we're super fans of these people because, yeah, we could see them from a mile away. Especially Heather. Heather was naming the ones that were in masks. You know, usually sure. there's there's four, yeah, there's four or five that wear a mask, and uh, she'd see him and go, "Oh no, that's Pinta." I said, "He's last really? time." Like, how do you know that's Pinta? She goes, "Trust me, that's Pinta." And so he would get a little closer, and I'd see the tattoos, and I was like, "Yeah, I think I think that's Pinta." Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this. I mean, for, for I, you know, I've known you forever, and
0: for you had to be in freaking heaven. Well, wow, we were in heaven. It was it was fantastic. We would go up every night and we we're like, I I just can't believe these guys are out. Uh, you know, and for non-wrestling people, this may not mean anything, but for us that watch this every week, it well, was we really cool.
1: Sandy, not not really Sandy, because she doesn't know that much about OU, but me being at a place where all of the Oklahoma yeah. celebrities are at, mm-hmm. and I'm out there just mixing in with them.
0: That's pretty much what it was. Yeah.
1: I've um, always wanted to do, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. And like I said, some of them were, were they didn't care really to be seen. They were just out amongst. And other ones you might see once and they kind of are trying to keep to themselves, which is fine. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, like uh, even the big time, like CM Punk, I saw him once walking around. Uh, MJF, a guy that <laughs> supposedly was on a plane home Saturday before the show on Sunday and it was all kind of made up. And anyway, I saw him. Uh, and I knew he wasn't on the plane Saturday because I saw him playing slots that day. So uh, everybody w- was freaking out. I was like, he's leaving Vegas. He's upset about something. And I knew he was there because I saw him. But, uh, no. yeah, yeah, they were just out amongst uh, amongst us. Uh, gosh, just – and like said, super nice people. Uh, a guy – you know, you've never heard of these people, but Wardlow, who kind of is the star – so the company, my God, I saw that guy probably take a hundred selfies. Like he, he didn't care. He was just out. He, he enjoyed being around everybody. Um, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was just they were everywhere. And like I said, it was just a I, ton
1: I, of I, fun. I didn't, I didn't realize this. You know, I can only imagine because I, I, the closest I've ever been to stud athletes, like you know, famous yeah. people, is I was at a way back a long time ago, at some coaching clinics in St. Louis. I was at two. And one time, and this was back, this was probably 1979, Mm -hmm. probably when the Pittsburgh Pirates were world champions and all of their players were pretty famous. They were staying at the same hotel. And I'm not a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, but just going down to the bar where they're at and hanging out with those people. yeah. And and I thought that was just as cool as it could be. And then one other time we were in St. Louis and they were the Washington Redskins, which whatever they are now. Mm-hmm. They were really good and they were playing the St. Louis football Cardinals. And we happened to be in the same hotel. And it was so cool seeing those people. And I didn't, I don't care anything about them. Yeah. You were with people that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't even, I would have never left the hotel area where these people might be. I would have just stalked them the whole that, time. Today.
0: That's kind of what we did. And we didn't really have to stalk them because. We didn't really have to stalk them. There they yeah. were. Well, you know, at first, the first night when they all they all started showing up Tuesday night, we started seeing them. And so the first night we kind of we didn't really stalk but We like just kind of hung out and like we'd go get a Starbucks and we like just hang out in the lobby. It's like, wow, there's Darby Allen. Oh, wow. There's, you know, whoever, Dante Martin, you know, and it's like, this is crazy. And then we realized pretty quick. It's just like just do normal things throughout your day. You'll see every one of them, you know. Um. Yeah, it was cool. Now, your question: How did they did they look different? I mean, some of them, when you saw them, it was like, wow, they're short. You know, like I didn't didn't picture them to be that short, but some yeah. of them were just exactly uh, yeah. you imagined them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's I, unreal.
0: Yeah, I mean, the guy I really just I, I just thought the most of out of this is how friendly they were. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow and a guy by the name of Powerhouse Hobbs, who he's kind of my guy after this. He he was. Like, just overly nice. And that's the one I talked to after the pay per view. And this yeah. is just, it's awesome that like we got to see you so much and you're so friendly to everybody. And wow, I mean, this guy, when I first started watching, he's always been huge, but he just wasn't a great wrestler. Now he's really a great wrestler. It was, it was amazing. Yeah.
1: Do you, because uh, most of the time they're not at a venue for a whole week.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, so
1: they kind of like that idea of they were they weren't on a plane going somewhere else, and they just were tickled to death to be in a place for a week. So they just, just seemed,
0: really, yeah, they seemed just really happy to be there. Um And Heather and I talked about that. It's like we'll probably never go to a show other than this one again because we got Why so spoiled. You? Like you, you go to a show, let's say I go to St. Louis to watch them. Well, you go to the arena, and once they're done, they disperse everywhere, and that's it. Yeah. You know,
1: oh, um, what a
0: what a deal.
1: That's yeah. So Dennis.
0: Dennis said uh, it, it's like a big convention convention I was saying that's exactly kind of what it was cuz they all were in one place um and they all stayed there because like I said there were two shows and then they also did like a uh, fan fest on Saturday which you could we didn't go but you could pay and you could you know autograph and meet them and all that kind of stuff
1: so Now were most people at the hotel were they there for that or was it just a mixture
0: It was a huge mixture there were definitely some uh, okay. definitely some fans um but uh, you know, like there was like a huge volleyball tournament going on, so there was that. Every there, even you know, it's Vegas. There's oh, people yeah. everywhere doing all different kinds of stuff. But yeah, a lot of wrestling fans. But uh, like I said, it was just that's cool. we got there, and I kind of told Heather. I said, "Look, I this is why I booked this place. I think we'll we might see a couple. You know, that's what's sure. kind of was like. There may be a couple messing around. Yeah, we saw eighty. So <laughs> yeah, I'm proud
1: um, of the fact that they that. They were there so long at a time. If, if they'd only been there for like one day, you wouldn't have seen them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Dennis as is Danhausen really six foot seven, three hundred plus pounds. Ah, uh, so Dennis uh hilarious because Danhausen is this little guy.
1: Oh, yeah. you're gonna bust his bubble.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. But when they announce him, they announce him as six foot seven, three hundred pounds, just out of it's funny, trying to be funny, you know. I got you. Anyway, we did we saw him uh, three times uh, Wednesday. I saw him for the first time and he's he's not very big Dennis <laughs> he's not very big but uh, friendly, very friendly saw him twice without makeup and then once in his full get up so um yeah it's kind of weird like just middle of the day and here comes a guy in like a, looking like a vampire walking through the casino but, <laughs> That's how it was. Uh, he was there. He was at Fan Fest, and he was coming back from it. So. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm going to ask
1: a dumb question. You've answered it before, and I don't listen too good. Is JR part of this show, or is he part of another?
0: JR, I saw JR uh, two or three times. Did um, you tell him you were a huge Sooner fan? He said it? Boomer to him, and he said Sooner back. Yep. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, he comes out. About three minutes before each show, he comes out to the Oklahoma Fight song. He comes out to Boomer Sooner, and uh, they play it over the loudspeaker, and they have a video, and he comes out and waves at everybody before he starts the show. So, yeah, we we were able to clap along to Boomer Sooner a couple times. Yeah, it was was cool. He was watching uh, OU Softball uh, one day uh, at a restaurant. We saw him. Yeah. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Right
1: now, OU Softball is probably – almost the equal of OU football right yeah. now. Yeah, They have a following that's in a smaller scale. It's yep. just a rabbit. You cannot get tickets to that World Series. You cannot get them unless you want to pay $130. And I would love to go, but I don't want to pay $130 for a softball game. I just yeah. do that.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: it's, blame you. It's nuts.
0: But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, they're well, they've only lost two games all year. So, yeah. Oh,
1: Yeah. I don't know if they're going to win it because it's damned hard to win it. I don't care how good you are. Yeah. I've never seen anything like them. And it's not just their hitting, it's their defense. They're just incredible.
0: They really are. They're good. They're good. Season starts uh, because this is all prelims. The season starts, uh, what is that, Thursday? The College World Series.
1: Thursday. Thursday And this is what they've played for all year. Anything less than being in the College World Series is a bad year. It is. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, anyway. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's a trip. It was good. It was a lot of fun.
1: That for the rest of the show. That's
0: unreal. Yeah, I mean, and it was, uh, to, to, again, I, I just can't say enough about the wrestlers. And I'm sure there are some dickheads. There always are. But, God, these guys, you wouldn't have believed it. They, they were so nice. Uh, just that's great. You know, uh, just normal normal acting individuals. Like I said, really, really cool to see. It so. is really cool. Really, yeah. well, what else could we talk about? Do you want to talk about the Belmont, NBA, well, or
1: NHL?
0: You tell me.
1: Uh, you want to get the Belmont over with, or I mean, wow. I don't know what you want to talk. I mean, do you want to just kind of look at where it stands at the moment, see if my information is the same as yours? <laughs> I mean, I looked it up on DRF today. The probables, is that uh-huh. the same? I guess.
0: Yep. Yep, I've got the same list as you. That's where I got it from. And you can go to DRF and uh, find it. They've got 11 probables right now. Um, And right now what I'm going to do, I'll pull up. This is Rich Strike. He worked out uh, this weekend. I should say, I guess, last weekend uh, now. And uh, he's prepping for the Belmont, obviously, here. And I'll I'll play this workout for everybody that's uh, watching live, and we can kind of talk over it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, (laughs) crazily enough, he's – He's certainly looking like he could win this uh, uh, race uh, right now. He looks now. magnificent. He does. And I, like I said, I've got him up on the screen now, and you can see him as well. Uh, Dennis says that Rich Strike's work was interesting. Here he is, and he does. He looks fantastic in this, doesn't he? Does. He Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Magic mixed. and I were kind of talking. What do you think his odds will be mm. uh, on Belmont Day? I, You know a lot more than I mean
1: if I was if I was the guy doing that I 4 4 to 1
0: at the most maybe what do you Yeah think? that's we kind of settled on 4 to 1 probably um and and after this workout I think people are really buzzing about it he looked very good that's two really good workouts in a row of course he worked out uh on preakness day at churchill downs as well so uh and Dennis uh, going to report here for us Seeing yeah. it live was freaking awesome. I was in the second row close to the rail and he was blistering fast early. And the last two furlongs looked the same, not quickening. So there you go. He looks awesome. And he the does. thing
1: is, you know, realistically, okay, the horse won the biggest race there is the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby. Why wouldn't he be one of the favorites? I know it's a longer. Mm-hmm. Race, but I, I kind of, I've, I've done this and and I've compared him to mine That Bird, who mm-hmm. is the biggest long shot I can remember that won the Derby before him. mine mm-hmm. That Bird came back and almost won the Preakness and finished third in the Belmont. Mm-hmm. I think you could argue that this guy, this horse here, might have a better trainer. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Do you? I think you're right. And this horse looks more the part than mine. that bird. Mm-hmm. I might have to pick him. At the
0: <laughs> we were talking and we were like, well, uh, he could definitely win this thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. He looks great. Here he is kind of galloping out, finishing out the workout. Bill Allen chimes in. He thinks three to one. A lot of people want to bet him after that derby win.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's the interesting choice. Now, you guys study this a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the extra length?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Keen Ice is a horse that I, I didn't really have trouble with distance. So I think he's actually bred pretty well for the Belmont. Um, you know, his running style for the Belmont isn't great, but it, you can win from where he's going to be. Uh, it's not impossible. Um, I mean, I, I really think he's got a good shot. I kind of rerounded here so people could see it again. Um, I, I don't think the distance is going to hurt him. Um, To go over the probables just real quick while we're watching this again. Uh, Barber Road, obviously, Mm horse sixth in the Kentucky Derby. Creative Minister, third in the Preakness. Uh, Ethereal Road, he won the Sir Barton on Preakness Day. Golden Glider, he was second in the Peter Pan. Howling Time, he was an allowance winner at Churchill Downs last time out. Kucher he was an allowance winner at Churchill Downs last time out. Mo Donegal, who will probably be the favorite. He was fifth in the Kentucky Derby. Right now, Nest is still under consideration, second in the Kentucky Oaks, so we could have a Philly again. Rich Strike, who you see on the screen here. Skippy Longstocking, fifth in the Preakness. And We the People, who was first in the Peter Pan. So we kind of broke it down like this. See if you agree. We okay. believe uh Donegal is the favorite, and then We the People and Rich Strike will be vying for that second and third spot when it comes to the odds.
1: Absolutely. That's exactly what I think too. Yeah. And I like we the people a lot. You know, mm-hmm. he just put up a clunker in the Arkansas Derby. Other than that, he hadn't done anything wrong. Yeah. And he will be well rested. And I tell you, I think he is double dangerous. And he may be a little lower than Rich Strike. He may be the second.
0: I don't he, know. He, he might be, gets gets that win at the Peter Pan. And uh, then obviously, you know, a huge buyer speed figure for that effort as well. So he he could, it'll be interesting. He's probably going to be loan speed on paper based on those uh, uh, mm-hmm. entries that I, well, not entries, but probables that I just read off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's could be interesting to see how the betting goes there. What do you think of We the People? I know you said that Arkansas Derby was yeah. kind of I loved terrible. him. I loved him
1: going into that Arkansas Derby. I yep. remember the lounge race he won at uh, Oakland. Before the Arkansas Derby, wow, it was it was really good, and he threw a clunker in the Arkansas Derby, and everybody kind of forgot about him, mm-hmm. and then won the Peter Pan. Uh, I think he's very very good. I don't know whether he can get the distance or not, but we'll see. Uh, I think he's definitely. I I love his trainer. I think this guy is pretty good. This yeah.
0: trainer, don't you? Yeah, talking about Rudolph Perset, yeah.
1: who uh, yeah. Uh, I think he'll have him ready. Uh he could pull off a a, a win here. Mo Donical definitely, I think, will be the favorite. He's done the most probably, been the most consistent of all of them. It didn't get a very good trip in the Kentucky Derby. There just wasn't his race, I don't think. Yeah. So I mean you know Pletcher's gonna have him have him ready to go. And so it's 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 shaping up to be. What should be a pretty good race. I think there's some clunkers in here that have no chance. Yeah, but that's okay. Got to have some. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it, I, I agree. But uh, you know, I, I certainly think there's three or four in here that are awfully good. And Bill Allen asked the question. I think it's going to be the million dollar question. Yes, uh, for the Belmont. Is there enough speed for Rich Strike? And we'll throw Donegal in there too. Is there mm-hmm. enough speed for those horses to be effective coming from out of out exactly. of exactly? That's the big yeah. question. And Bill, I think that's why We the People is going to take a lot of money because, again, you read these probables. I don't see anybody that has early speed like We the People does. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, you look. It is, we'll just go down on it one more time. Barber Road comes from out of it. Yeah. Creative Minister comes from behind. Exactly. Ethereal Road comes from behind. Mm-hmm. Golden Glider comes from behind. And has no chance anyway. Yeah. Coocher. Uh, <laughs> He he, kind of he stalks the pace uh, a bit, yeah. Um, but he's trained by the same guy as, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's same trained, trained by the same guys with the people, so they're not going to get the speed duel there. No. Um, howling time, I mean, no chance. Yeah, and he's probably going to come from out of it. Mo Donegal comes from out of it, I guess. Nest can sit close, but she's not a, a horse that wants the lead. Like she's going to be fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich Strike comes from out of it. Skippy Longstocking comes from out of it. So,
1: guess who won the Preakness? Lone Speed. Exactly. So, (laughs) the question will be can he get the distance? Yeah. Yeah. Can he go wire to wire that distance? Yeah. So,
0: much, much different horses he'll have to hold off this time around than the Peter Pan. So,
1: yes, absolutely.
0: That's going to be the big question, but he certainly is going to take a lot of play. And he's, like I said, when those past performances come out, he's going to look awfully good on paper. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. Right
1: now, and, and again, it's proved your point and a lot of people's point. I had no interest in the Preakness, really, to be honest. Yes. I got a lot of interest in this. And you know why? It's because the freaking Kentucky Derby horse winner is running in this race.
0: Co- correct. Yeah. And that's the dirt interest. Yeah, correct. And and when the derby winner doesn't show up, uh, no. this is what happens. Um, and I'm 100% with you on it. Um, yep. I've heard some rumors that there's some talks about it being changed. Uh, yes. The spacing of the races. So We we'll
1: won't hear any of that until this is over. This race
0: is over. Correct. Yeah, but I have heard a few rumors. Um, but they are just rumors, so I'm not going right. to comment on anything as far as it being set in stone. But I, and again, I, Aaron,
1: how many? I mean, this is just off the top. No horse ran in all three, right? Right. And we didn't have very many that ran in two of them, right? Mm-hmm. Not right. too many. What do you say? Probably
0: six, maybe? Mm-hmm. Five or six. I'd I mean, have to look, but yeah, it's not very many. Four not or five. many. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a triple crown, and you're not, I, I, you know, well, you've argued it and argued it, and it, we don't yeah. want to be the horse to death, but yeah. I'm just saying I'm not as huge a race guy as you guys, but I've got interest in this because I want to see how good this horse is.
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. and while we're talking here you can go well not now but after the after the show of course you can go watch a video of racingnews.com right now is rich strike ready to win another triple crown race there i am and with magic uh, same shirt
1: and i guess i'm magic tonight too so
0: yeah and papa dude is magic too because his camera
1: doesn't work so maybe you just leave this on and maybe everybody will think i'm magic
0: tonight well that that could be that could be so there it is and there's that rich strike work again magic looks like he dubbed that in there as well Uh, You can also go over there, and you could watch us. There's a link for us, and I don't see the link. There's another one that says Belmont Top 5. Um, I'll pull that up now on this. So you could go over here. Here's the Belmont Top 5 contenders, and also look at this. Now, this is wild, folks. Saratoga Slim is back. He's doing vlogs live from Saratoga every week. Look at this idiot. Look at him. He's out there watching these horses work out. If you fast forward a little bit, uh, I have the, I've got the sound off, but he's interviewing the source. He's asking the source questions. It's great. You guys need to check that out. Have you watched these yet? Yes, um, I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: you better, <Exactly>. watch, <laughs> better watch some of them, folks. They're pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very good. Slim is going to be at Saratoga all meet long. And you might say, well, Saratoga's not even started. Well, the horses are up there and they're training on the Oklahoma track it's her, uh, sir sir Slim's going to be there. there he is with channel maker grade one winner uh turf horse of the year in this country last year and there he is i believe that's olympiad uh, yeah uh, no i'm sorry it's art collector there he is so two grade one winners or graded six winners i should say talking to each other and talking to slim so um yeah this guy uh he called me today we talked for a long time he is fired up about this uh He's asking Channel Maker right there, where are you going to run next? Channel Maker said he didn't know. So, uh, <laughs> but to go, go to the to the YouTube page now and check this out. Um, he's got he's got some interviews coming up. I can't remember who he talked 100 miles an hour today. Um, he's got a lot lined up for us and he, he may get Chad Brown coming up here soon. Oh. So, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, that we got a lot going on and like I said Slim is back and and he will be back at least through Saratoga. And then there's a rumor that he kind of wants to get into the NFL as well. So we'll see how that goes as we go along. Um, what would you think about a Saratoga Slim guest appearance on this show during the NFL season? Oh, that'd be pretty good. I think it could be good. Yeah, be. I do. All right. Um, I think that kind of does it for Belmont. We're going to have a tons more next week. Uh, of course, next week is already Belmont week. So That's we'll right. cover it in depth, but that'll do it for now. Let's, what do you want to do? NBA or NHL? We're going to go to well,
1: Isaac says, save the NBA for last. So, okay. Let's honor Isaac's request.
0: All right. Well, we'll go to the NHL where the Western finals start tonight. The Oilers and the Avalanche one team, not surprising that the Avalanche are there. The other team for, at least for me, pretty surprising that the Oilers dominated Calgary. Um, kind of break down this series for us. What are you thinking about the, this one? I, I, I see a high-scoring
1: series. I just can't see anything else. Yeah, um, two teams that know where to put the puck, and mm-hmm. it's in the Um, I'm like you. Edmonton struggled with LA, which I thought was a inferior team compared to Calgary. Yep, and a lot of teams, and they struggled to win in seven. But there was a lot of pressure on Edmonton to win that series because they've been kind of dormant for a while and been a little bit of a disappointment in the playoffs. So they had a lot of pressure on them, I think that relieved them a little bit. And they just diced Calgary. And Calgary is a great defensive team, and Edmonton rolled them. I mean, they scored goals. They have scored 52 goals in 12 games. That's a lot of goals Yeah. 12 games, especially in the playoffs. And uh, the score as many as they did on Calgary was a big surprise to me. They have two superstars, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisidel, I think how you pronounce that. Yeah. They both have seven goals and 19 assists. They have 26 points <laughs> in 12 games. Yeah, it's incredible. That's 2.2 points a game from these yeah. guys. That's an amazing statistic. Um Evander Kane, who wasn't even on a team in January, he had gotten in all kinds of trouble in San Jose, and they cut him. And Edmonton picked him up, and he has scored twelve goals. Yep. In this, that he leads. I didn't look this up, but I'm assuming that's the leading goal scorer in in the playoffs right now. I, I don't think anyone's even close to twelve. You know, and because I I was so sure, that's right, I didn't even look it up. (laughs) 12 goals in 12 games from a guy who wasn't even on the freaking team until late January. Yeah. Then uh, Zach Hyman has been fantastic. He has eight goals. They can put the puck in the net. The thing about Edmonton is they're a little shaky in goal. And they've given up several goals, too. So they're a little shaky on the back line. But I looked at Mike Smith today, and his save percent, which who is the goalie for Edmonton, his save percentage is not that bad. It's not that bad. So he's a, he's had a shaky game or two, but uh, he's not that bad. Then you look at Colorado, and their offensive statistics are almost as good. They have 43 goals, so nine less than Edmonton, but they've played two less games. Mm-hmm only played 10 their scoring is strung out there's they've got so many guys as we found out in the blues series that can kill you uh and Nathan McKinnon is a superstar and he has eight goals to lead him but Landis and McCarr and Rantanen and on and on and on and on they can come at you in waves so you know I think I think uh, you know they played Nashville in the first round that was a mismatch but the blues are pretty good and they dominated the blues at yep. time in that series and it was lucky to go six games and it did and then of course the blues could have won that. did it go six it was set it was se- i can't even remember now six six okay <laughs> <laughs> but the blues could have pushed that to seven they got close to winning that game six even though they didn't really uh, deserve it. I think the thing about Colorado, and I guarantee you the coaching staff and the the organization, I think they're a little worried about the goalie. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't – against St. Louis, he didn't face a lot of shots, but when the Blues put pressure on him, they scored. Yeah. The save percentage is 90.7%. That's pretty low. Yep. Yeah. For a playoff goalie, so I think that's the Achilles Hill of Colorado. I think they're better than Edmonton. I picked them in six, but I wouldn't be surprised if Edmonton beats them. I really wouldn't. I think Colorado's better overall,
0: don't you? Yeah, I think they're a lot better overall. I don't think either goalie is very good. And and to Dennis's con- kind of question here, can there be over seven goals tonight? I certainly think so. I think so. Yeah, I, I think the over is going to be hit a lot in the series mainly because these goalies just aren't very good. Mike Smith has been sporadic, let's just call it. Um, And, yeah, Kemper, he really kind of kept the Blues in that series, I thought.
1: I did too. Now, I do think Colorado is really good defensively because they shut the Blues down at times. But I don't know, Aaron. Do you think Edmonton's better than the Blues offensively? I thought the blues had enough offense to win that
0: series. And I thought Colorado controlled them. I think Colorado's best defense is their offense and their puck possession. I I don't think Colorado just has an amazing back line, but I don't think they have to defend that often. Um, That was the blues problem. The blues couldn't get, get the puck, you know, Um, third period, the blues got like one shot in game six. Until like the two or three minute mark left, and it's just like you can't win a game when you never have the puck. And no, and that that's the, that's the key. How do you how do you counteract Connor McDavid? Well, you don't let him have the puck. You know, and yeah. But can what, they do it? That's that's the big deal. Can they stop him? I don't think they'll stop him just real great, but I think they'll stop him enough to win. I, I got the same. I have them in six. I think Colorado's mm-hmm. going to advance.
1: Yeah, I've been with Colorado all along. Uh, what do you? I kind of think this, too. I feel like Colorado was under a tremendous amount of pressure to get out of the second round. And I was shocked when they said they hadn't been out of the second round
0: since yeah. 2002. Yeah, Didn't that shock you? I would have never bet that. Never. I was talking uh, in the sports book. I watched all these games, and, and I was the only Blues fan there, which was not a lot of fun. But I was talking to a lot of Colorado people. And yeah, they they definitely had a lot of pressure on them. They were, you know, right up until the very end, they were worried they were gonna blow it because they had done it a few times in the second yeah. round. So, so they may play better now. I think they will. I think both teams will play pretty loose. Um, you know, Edmonton's kind of got a nothing. I nobody thinks Edmonton's gonna win this you No. Know, and
1: you know, in the you know, we weren't on during the blues thing. And I thought when they came back in in and won game five and the Avalanche blew it. I just thought if the Blues come out and play well, they're going to win game six. And then the pressure would have really been on Colorado. I felt like if they could get it to a game seven, they had a chance they came out. And and you got to give Colorado credit. They shut them down in game six. They shut the Blues down. So I think it's going to be a great series. I really do. A fun one to watch. Well, really,
0: Colorado beat the hell out of the Blues. They did, for the most part. It really just wasn't that close of a series when when you – when you look at the game, like how the game was played. The Blues just were dominating.
1: It should have, so. it should have went five.
0: Yeah. Well, the, it is a miracle that it didn't. Now, the Blues that the the game five they won was a miracle. Oh, it was. Uh, you know. And so, anyway, but yeah, it. Listen, the best team advanced. Obviously, the Oilers were the were the best team. They dominated Calgary. They did. So, just be, be a
1: good series if you like hockey.
0: Yeah, it should be a really entertaining series. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see what happens there. Now, let's go. To tomorrow night, the Rangers. Man, I'm glad I wasn't in Vegas last night because I would have lost on this game for sure. The Rangers upset the Hurricanes in game seven to take the series and now move on to take on a whole different animal here with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Rangers have been playing a ton. Tampa Bay's been sitting on the sidelines. They swept Florida. Uh, this is another one. I think Tampa's going to be a pretty big favorite in this thing. Um, what do you think about this series? I think
1: this one's just the opposite of the other one. We're going to see a lot of defense yep. and tight checking in this one. It's not going to be as wide open as the other one. Um, if I was a Lightning fan, I would be extremely worried about this first game. Yeah. And I'm saying that because sometimes when you sit around for nine days, you lose your edge. You do. And you come out in game one and you're not quite on your game, flyer, the Rangers have been playing every other night now for a long time. And they're on their game. Their last two games against Carolina was very impressive. They were good. yeah. They dominated them, and that's a good team. And I'm impressed with the Rangers. I think uh, their goalie was their problem early in the playoffs when they struggled so much with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. My God, he has been awesome. He was awesome in that Carolina series. He only allowed 11 goals in that uh, series, and he made some saves when they had to have them. So I like them a lot. You know, I went with the Lightning because of who they are. But one of the advantages the Lightning have had over Toronto and Florida was the goaltending. And Vasilevsky's still the best, but it's the kid from if Igor from the Rangers plays like he has, how big an edge is that going to be? It may not be that big an edge in this series. So yeah. this is going to be a good one. I got seven for this one. I got Tampa and seven.
0: Yeah, you know, the Rangers have proven to be tough. I I yeah. didn't love them in that series, made that pretty clear, but I, I have to just tip my hat. I thought they were really impressive. They were. Um, they, and you're right. Game six, I watched all of it. Um, I I was smart enough not to bet. I really wanted to bet Carolina at game six, and I said I'm not going to do that because I just I don't know these Rangers are tough, and they won. And then the game seven um, last night, I, I you know I turned it off once they, <laughs> they well, got ahead like three to nothing. Yeah, I was, like, oh, this is I, was
1: a, I was a chicken shit in that one. I thought the Rangers were going to win, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. I was so stupid. <laughs> you know what I did was I. And I had a parlay, and I picked the Rangers in the parlay, mm. and I picked uh, Carolina just money line, yeah. and you know, just straight up. But uh, I, I, I just had a feeling that law of averages is going to catch up to Colorado, and they were going to lose a game at home. Yeah, at Carolina. Moment. Yeah, and uh, and they did. But I think this will be a great series. I'm a big Lightning fan. They're my second favorite team. Yeah, call me a homer if you want to. I just love the way they play. Not yeah. a homer, but a guy that. What do you call it when you follow a really good team. And uh, bandwagon, you, yeah, bandwagon. Call me a yeah. bandwagon guy. I love the way they play. They can beat you six to five or two to one, just as easy. Yeah, and they're gutty as can be, and uh, I, I, I worry about them uh, tomorrow night. Home ice, I think, means a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think it does either, and I think. I, I don't know. Tampa, to me, is going to win this thing. I got them both in, I got both series ending in six. I got Tampa in six and uh, Colorado in six. And listen, if it's Tampa and Colorado, it's going to be a, a classic. It's going to be an oh. absolute classic.
1: I think we have – now, you can – of course, Edmonton's come out of nowhere, and I don't think anybody predicted them to get to the final four, right? Right. But I don't think you can be surprised about the Rangers making it. No. You look at no. their regular season re- uh, uh, record – you Know they 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 belong, uh, and the other two, how can anyone argue with either one of those? So, yeah. we've got three of arguably the four best teams in the playoffs. well, and the fourth team
0: has the best player in the league, so you
1: know, and they beat my- a damn good Calgary team, yes, they did, and shredded them, yeah, yeah. so i think this is going to be fantastic we said it before the playoffs ever started this this hockey was going to be unbelievable and actually the first round was a little better than the second round because i think we only had one game seven in the second round right
0: yeah exactly yeah the first round was was fantastic yeah the second round we just had that carolina uh rangers game dennis asked a question he says can i ask a question back on the colorado game we expect a lot of shots. I know the odds are minus one thirty, but let's say there's forty shots on goal from the Avs, and four go in. Still thirty six saves, and cash the over on the save. So, I guess what Dennis is saying, um, what's what is the number for saves, Dennis? Because what he's saying is the goalie could let in four or five shots, but could still make a ton of saves.
1: Yeah, because he's saying end. he says yeah. he's saying Colorado's going to get a lot of shots.
0: Right, and they should.
1: Yeah, they should. I I think so too cuz I know Calgary
0: got a bunch of shots. Yeah. So Mike's here's it here it is. Mike Smith 32.5 saves for this game. So what Dennis is saying is if you think they're going to get 40 shots, you need to bet that. Yeah. Yeah. But don't worry about the fact that it's Mike Smith and he probably shouldn't stop 32.5. <laughs> just Yeah. They're going to get shots. He's the goalie. He's going to stop some of them. Oh yeah. He's not that bad. He's just had some shaky you know, there have been some games he's played pretty good. He is the Jekyll and Hyde of the whole thing. He play. is. He is. There are times he is beyond bad. Yeah. And there are times it's like, yeah, that wasn't horrible. Right. So. And now,
1: what if he goes that – here's another thing to think about here, Dennis. Well, if he gives up four goals in the first 20 shots and they pull him. Yeah. And that could happen. Then you're out the door. So. Yeah. that's the, That's the bad part. Yeah. Of, but but your your reasoning is sound. Mm-hmm. He stays in the whole game.
0: It, I'm telling you, to beat Colorado, the Blues could have done it if they had Bennington. I think uh, I don't know that they would have, but they could have. you you if your only chance to beat them, you have to have absolutely fantastic goaltending because they're gonna they're gonna outshoot you every game. Yeah, and if you can shut them down with your goalie. You can beat him, and I think that's why the Lightning have got a shot, and that's why I don't think the Oilers do. I don't think Mike Smith is good enough. Even um, though Huso
1: was really good, he didn't make a big save. and There was a there was a shaky goal in there.
0: Somewhere. Every game, he yeah. gave up one that he should have stopped.
1: Right. But it,
0: you, you can't do you that. and beat them.
1: What you're saying is Bennington would have played a little better, but you're
0: not blaming Huso for the loss. No, I'm not blaming Huso at all. I thought he played as good as he could play.
1: I think you got to blame the rest of the team for not playing as well as they could.
0: I think that yeah, for sure. That they yeah. they get a lot of the blame. It's not Huso's fault, but you, you ha it's just a fact. You have to have a goalie playing at elite level to beat him. No doubt. And, and Huso was not elite. Saying.
1: No, he no, he's not. Yeah. He's a second team goalie, so Yeah. But he played a, he, He played as well as you could expect. He gave them a
0: chance.
1: He did. He made some huge saves. Yeah. He just didn't play well enough and put enough pressure, whether it was them playing with enough effort or whether it was Colorado that were too good and they shut them down. I just felt like the Blues didn't play with sustained
0: effort all the time. I think it was because they never had the damn puck. They just couldn't get it. And I know,
1: and I don't think they played hard enough to get the puck. I think yeah. they slid around way too much. And the bottom line is, on the back line, the Blues are weak, and it's just that simple. Yeah.
0: The other, the the, the one game Huso was bad was the game four. Yes. But once he kind of got into the series, he played better, I thought. Yeah. But not good enough. Not no. good enough.
1: Um, and uh, so you're right. The Blues could have won with Bennington because he was playing at an outstanding level. Yeah. But they could have lost with him, too. So, you know, yeah. it was, the, the best team won
0: this series. A hundred percent. And I'm definitely not saying they would have won. I'm saying they they would have had a better shot.
1: I don't know sure. if you heard O'Reilly after the game. Mm-hmm. He was pretty adamant. He was upset, and he said, "This is the best game by far, best team by far he's ever played on." And he said, "We underachieved." He said that,
0: and I was shocked. Yeah. So anyway, O'Reilly, O'Reilly can't. O'Reilly is great against every team but Colorado. I don't think he struggles with Colorado. He does. I don't know if it's the matchup or what, but well, they took Tarasenko out too. He didn't do much. Yep, hundred percent. All right. Isaac, I hope you're still listening because now we're on to the main event, at least in your eyes. The NBA Finals have started, and Isaac's Warriors are in. The Golden State Warriors won. By the way, one of the wrestlers bet a ton of money on the Golden State Warriors in their uh, series clinching game. And he was going nuts in the sports book <laughs> watching this game. It was so much fun. Uh, he was jumping up and down. It was great. Anyway, he, he won his bet. He, won, he had three or four bets on the Warriors. So the Warriors will take on the Celtics. I never got a game right in that Celtics heat series. Um, you did
1: the first one and that was it.
0: Yeah. I that was a tough series to predict. I listen, I've said it for what, a, three, or four weeks now when I watch the NBA, I, mm-hmm. they, the Warriors just look way better than everybody else. I so agree. I think the Warriors win in a kind of a short series, five or six games. But what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. They look just better overall to me. Um, I think maybe we're not giving Boston quite enough credit, but I just don't think they're as good as the Warriors. I just don't. Um, They beat a good team. You know, Miami's tough, but Miami's offensively is not very good. They're really not. They don't shoot the ball well. Um, They're giving – we are getting Andrew, you can call it back, and JP too. What's that mean there, Isaac? I, I don't know. Oh, we're getting Andrew back. One of their players is back, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Um, If Jimmy Butler hadn't played like he did in game six, it would have ended then. And then a lot of people's on his butt for taking that three-point shot with a chance to give the Heat the lead. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be on his ass if that would have went in. I did not think that was that bad a shot. You probably didn't see it. No. And – uh, the the Heat had made a great comeback and they were down two with like 20-some seconds left and he's got wide open three. Wouldn't, and everybody's saying he should have dribbled and taken it to the basket. Yeah. Well, you say that if he misses it. If he made it, it was, oh my God, what a shot. He's right. right You know, so anyway, they had a chance to win it. it. The deal that kind of would concern me if I'm a Boston fan, they don't shoot the ball real well. And Golden State's a better defensive team, I think, than we're giving them credit for. And you better shoot the ball pretty well if you're going to beat the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Chances are they're going to shoot it. And they got a lot of guys that can shoot it. And I think, I think, that's gonna be the difference, and
0: they're dang hard to beat in Golden State too. Yeah, yeah, I got the home advantage, and I just think they're a little bit better. I do um, too. They let's see what game was that game five that they beat Dallas. Yeah, that's game five. They ended yeah. it, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, um, it only went five. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah. Dallas really showed a lot of guts winning game four.
0: Yeah, yeah. We were in there watching it, and you could just tell they weren't gonna lose that game. They were just a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I, I don't know. I just think five, maybe six, maybe um, six, maybe. Yeah. Um, I
1: just think I don't think Boston can beat Golden State out there. I just I just don't think they can.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we may not be giving them enough credit because they do play pretty well defensively. Uh, another thing about the Celtics, they don't have a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. They don't play a lot of guys, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not going to be able to stand there and let Golden State shoot outside shots like they mm-hmm. did Miami. So they're going to have to go out and get them. And are they good enough inside? Because Golden State, can they can score in a lot of ways. And I just, you know, the thing with Boston, when once that series with Miami got going, they figured out they can't shoot from the outside. So we're going to let them shoot it and then try to stop their strength, which is taking the ball to the basket. And they did because in games 4 and 5 Miami shot like 32% combined from the field and they didn't shoot much better in game 6 but Jimmy Butler scored 47 points he was <laughs> over 50% shooting the rest of the team was right around 40 yeah. so uh I think I just I'm like you I think uh, Golden State's going to win it I think they're on a mission and uh Bill says Boston will not win on the road I kind of think he's right
0: yeah that's what I think. I don't. I think they'll lose the first two. I think they'll split in Boston, and I think Golden State will win Game Five.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're probably right.
0: You know, I maybe maybe Boston can push it to six if uh, you know if they can win both their home games in Game Three and Four. I don't know. I don't know. I just Boston. Boston's got two guys that are really good.
1: Yeah, Tatum and Brown are really good, and Marcus Smart is playing at a very high level. So He's playing
0: really well. He yeah. Is
1: uh and then you you don't know for sure what you're going to get out of out of uh Horford except you do know he's going to play hard. Mm-hmm. So um so well, anyway, I I, I kind of like Golden State, I always have. I always gave Isaac a bunch of crap that I didn't like him, but yeah.
0: They're pretty fun to watch. They're pretty fun to watch. They're yeah, really. Isaac huge fan of the Golden oh. State Warriors and they were, you know, uh, that was they, that I watched a lot of their games because they are entertaining to watch. Yeah. And I, I kind of like to watch Dallas, too. So I kind of even though it was a short series, it was still mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I had fun watching it. If you
1: get Draymond Green off the Warriors, they're, <laughs> they're very much fun to watch. Yeah. But he's kind of
0: out there. Hey, but, every one of these teams like the Warriors have a guy like that. That's true. You he, know,
1: he's an enforcer. Yep. And, uh, you know, he he's doing what they want him to do. So, yeah. Uh, yep. So yeah. you're going five. I probably lean towards five more than I do six. I will be shocked if it goes seven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will be, too. Um, Celtics are tough, you know, so yeah. they've got that going for them. But like I said, it, it, I don't think it'll be much. I really don't. Yeah. Um I've, I've liked them, liked them from the start. Uh, you know, about midway through the season, I thought once they get healthy, they're gonna be tough. And they they've proven to be, and their their biggest competition was probably gonna be the Suns, and then they they fell apart. So yep. here we are.
1: Yep. 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 And you know, they kind of the Warriors were really rolling in the regular season, and they got some injuries, they kind of slowed them down. Their record is a bit deceiving. Mm-hmm. If they not got those injuries, they might have had the best record in the NBA. Instead of where they were. So, yeah, yeah.
0: It's going to be a good series. It
1: really is. And the NBA is about over. And in the, uh, I, I don't remember the NBA getting finished before hockey before.
0: Yeah, I think hockey, they hockey had kind of planned maybe to go to the Olympics and then they didn't go. Oh, that's and right. So, that's yeah. right. So it pushed everything back.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're finishing it up a little bit later this year. Usually hockey's done about the first week in June. Um, so, but yeah, we got a long ways to go with that. Still, still got another round after this. Yeah. So. And uh, this week, if you like baseball, college baseball,
1: the regional start in college baseball, uh, and then the College World Series, if you've never watched softball at all, and Aaron, I know you don't like it, but you kind of like to watch the College World Series, don't you?
0: I do watch the College World Series. Yes. It is yeah. entertaining.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, um, I, I will be honest. I hate college baseball. I do too. It's very boring to me, and that's that, no offense. To anybody that likes it, it's just not for me. It's fine no. if you like it, but I don't like it. I don't know. Um, yeah, the softball I will watch a little bit of it. Uh, definitely, definitely watch OU. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And
1: uh, like I said, it's fast. Yeah. And if you've ever seen it in person, really good college softball. It's amazing how good these girls are. They are absolutely amazing at what they do. These good teams, like these teams that are going to be in the World Series. Yeah. And they can play.
0: I know uh, my girl, Lindsay, was very disappointed in her Razorbacks. I got beat by Texas. Yeah. Um, She went to all three of the games. She loves softball, probably her favorite sport. And, yeah, she went to all three down at Arkansas, and they lost uh, games two and three of that Super Regional.
1: Yeah, and that was heartbreaking too because that's yep. the best team they've ever had. Yep, and they won that first game, but
0: they won it easy too. I know,
1: and they hate yeah. Texas. They hate yeah. Texas, and yeah. uh, so and the only thing I was I, I was kind of dreading is they would have been in the same bracket as OU, uh, Arkansas would have, and we'd had to play them. Maybe I didn't really want to do that, but
0: anyway, yeah, yeah, um, that we would have played in the second round. Yeah, Um, if both teams win or they happen, whatever. Yeah, and so that was kind of we were looking forward to that. But yeah, that was a
1: tough loss. Uh, I felt pretty bad because I knew she was probably there. Yeah, because she was a huge OU fan until Arkansas (laughs) got better. Yeah, and Arkansas her her team is her family's team. So once they got better, she switched to them, which she should.
0: Well, you know, I think she was always a a Razorback. It was just. She didn't have a whole lot to root for there for a long time. So right. uh, Cindy says she's the other way. She loves college baseball, hates MLB. Well, I hate them both. So oh, <laughs> I don't like Major League Baseball either. So
1: not comparing college to Major League.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't like either one of them. Uh, I don't. I just college baseball. I just cannot get into whatever at all. Uh, Russ says hog let down goes for all sports.
1: <laughs> well, uh, sometimes it feels like that, Russ. It really does, and. You know, it was a hell of a season they had. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's a disappointment, and it just shows you how hard it is to get to that college world series. It's not it's easy. Tough. Yeah, it's tough.
0: Russ says uh, everybody playing for second in softball, maybe baseball too. Who's the who's the great college baseball team? I have no idea. You have any idea?
1: Hmm. I don't.
0: I would I guess like I'll
1: use red hot right now, so I've gotten kind of interested in it. But
0: well. They're not the one that's uh, – No, the they're
1: not. No. <laughs> I don't know, Russ. Tell us. I, I'm.
0: Yeah. I even uh, Tennessee. Tennessee.
1: Tennessee. Okay. I would not might. have guessed that. No, yeah. I wouldn't either. They're, are they, they're not usually that good. I, right. I don't – I mean, I don't follow it, but I never remember Tennessee no, being great. I, I kind of remember teams that are in the uh, uh, College World Series. Yeah. You know. And I don't remember Tennessee being in there. Bill, I think you're talking softball. Softball,
0: definitely Oklahoma. We know about that one. Yeah, yeah. but not baseball. Uh, Louisville, usually pretty good. Yeah, I remember you, Louisville. Yeah, uh, they're be, good. They're mm-hmm. be uh, Tennessee's Texas. been number one all year. Uh-huh. Texas
1: is Texas is good. Um, I think Oklahoma State's pretty good. There's got to be another SEC school that's pretty good. There usually is. Yeah. Um,
0: um, reporting live, the Oilers have scored. One to nothing, Oilers.
1: London. Oh, well, man. Fantastic. Sandy, Sandy's, Sandy's Oilers all the way.
0: Loves the Oilers. I hope they win, but I don't think they're going to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh,
1: Tennessee is 53 and seven. That's an incredible record.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then what's oh, OU softball is like 51 and two or something like that? I think you're
1: 54, and, 54 two. and
0: two. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Arkansas baseball is in Oklahoma State's regional this week. Yeah.
0: Arkansas, uh, who do they play? I can't remember. And then uh, Oklahoma State and Missouri State play. I
1: think Missouri – oh, so Oklahoma State plays Missouri State.
0: Yeah, and then Arkansas plays – Uh, I saw it, damn it. I can't remember.
1: Isn't it somebody like
0: Grand Canyon? Or... Yes, yes, that's it. Yep, yeah. yep. And then so uh, Arkansas-Oklahoma State or Arkansas-Missouri State, uh, they've – you know, Arkansas-Missouri State's had great regional oh, games. Oh, they have. The I um, bet. That's a bummer. Well, Looks like a goal for Colorado unless that's wrong. It's one now one to one. Oh, I don't think that's wrong. They there you play. go. <laughs> yeah, Grand Canyon. And then yeah. So yeah. one no, to if one you now. picked the
1: if you picked over seven,
0: you're on your way. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it's gonna be. Neither goal is great and these offenses are fantastic. Yeah. So
1: hey, if you like hockey and you like scoring, you gotta watch this one.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make myself a coffee and I'm gonna go out on the porch. I'm gonna watch this game. I can't wait. Yeah, it sounds like a nice. Now, when you get old like me,
1: you can't drink coffee this late because you get heartburn.
0: Uh no, I don't have that problem. I do
1: want you to know I am exhausted because <laughs> I I started teaching today. I know you did. <laughs> I went back to driver's ed today, and this this is we are in the classroom. Yep. And I was on my feet from like eight o'clock to three thirty, and talking the whole time. And then I had to get home and kind of get ready for. This I haven't had much of a break, not yeah. complaining, but uh tomorrow, say a little prayer for all of you because I we start driving uh, tomorrow. And yeah, you know, it's funny, I don't know a lot of these kids. I just don't know yeah. a lot that I have. Usually I know all of them, but I don't I don't these kids moved in or something, and I don't know a lot of them. That's always kind of bad because you don't really know who they are. Yeah, but uh even if you do, it's it's pretty scary, and I hope I haven't lost my touch. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried about. It. I'm not as uh, fast hitting that brake as I used to be. So
0: we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes smooth this year. I know some years are better than others with drivers' ed. So yeah, uh, we'll That'll see be- how it goes. By the way, Sydney says can't blame the goalies. One was a breakaway. One was the other was a two-on-one.
1: All right. So, yeah
0: um yeah man this is gonna be a good good series this could be a good series uh uh yes did i think i was gonna do
1: driver's ed yes that was part of they asked me when i retired if i would come back and yeah do it because not very many people can teach driver's ed, ed, ed anymore because they don't offer it in college uh there's only one school in the state of missouri where you can get certified to teach really or, yeah so are they going to do away with that I think basically they will because um, no schools offer it during the school year.
0: Yeah, so no one right.
1: gets certified. Yeah, and then I was older, and uh, and I was certified, and it, they asked me if I would teach it because that gets more kids in summer school. They'll take right, school if they drive. Yeah. So well, I've got a job for as long as I want over there uh, doing this, and. If I was in the classroom, I wouldn't have gone back, but yeah. uh, I'm not in the classroom. I'm in the car. Yes, it's dangerous, but <laughs> better than being in that classroom putting up <laughs> that crap, because I don't really
0: have any uh,
1: discipline problems much.
0: So, so what now. do you do? You you don't have to like teach anymore? It's just driving now? Well, I shouldn't really say this, because you
1: are supposed to be in the classroom longer <laughs> than we are. That's
0: what I thought!
1: <laughs> but they, and That's not my idea. Um, they want me to drive. They the, the administration over there thinks it is uh, more beneficial for them to drive.
0: Yeah, I would agree.
1: And the other thing that's changed: you get your permit now. At, yeah. At fifteen, right. So a lot of these kids have already passed the the written part to get your driver's license. They don't really need to listen to all that boring crap that right. in the book. So. I just have to do it one day and thank God for that because I used to have to do it for ten days. Yeah. And you run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah.
0: Because anyway. Well, I mean, it's you know, it's uh we'll all be thinking about you
1: tomorrow. <laughs> it's it's I know every road in this part of the state yeah. and it's just really it's I don't care how good you are.
0: It's the luck of the draw a lot. A lot of times. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, anyway. anybody can get in a wreck. So Yep. yep. It, you know, that's just how it we've is. Been,
1: we've been we've been very very uh lucky over the yeah. years. We hit a deer one year and uh, that was about the worst thing we've ever
0: ever hit. I thought you went through a fence or something once.
1: We didn't hit anything. We just okay. went through a barbed wire uh, just a barbed wire. Okay. <laughs> We've been in a lot of uh, ditches, Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) I almost hit a bridge once. That was very scary. We got hit by a Domino's uh, uh, delivery boy one time. (laughs) Yeah, he rear-ended us over at Joplin on that roundabout. over Mm -hmm. Yeah, he rear-ended us. We drive an old car. It's an old Grand Marquis. It's about a 2005. It's got about 400,000 miles on it. You can't hurt that thing. He <laughs> returned this and he knocked us forward about I don't know twenty feet, oh. and I got out and I told, oh, there'll be a dent in the bumper." That wasn't even a scratch. And we hit the biggest deer you ever saw. All I remember, he was huge, and he went over the front of the car, oh. over the hood. We hit him square on. There was nothing the kid could do about it. He just yeah. came out of, the, out of the field and bam. And I thought, well, this car's. Tore up for sure. All it did yeah. bust the headlight out. That was it.
0: It's shocking because yeah, they usually tear it up. And if you live around this part of the country, what he's saying is true. You're gonna hit one eventually, and there's just nothing you can do.
1: He, he came out from some trees. We didn't see him. All it was a flash and a thud. Yep. And wham, over the you know, we didn't yep. look back, we just kept going. <laughs> and yeah, that's and, a- the kid, and the kid goes, Oh my god, I just got my first
0: deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's how it how it is around here for sure. You know you're gonna hit one. Uh, yeah, better I mean, a deer than a moose. That's you yeah,
1: sure. want to hit a moose.
0: No, but, no uh, Anyway, yeah. So it'll be f- kind of fun, I guess.
1: Ask me next time we're on how we're going, and I'll tell you if it's fun or not.
0: All right. Yeah, we'll 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 chime back in. Uh, I don't know. Are we gonna do this? How are we gonna do this? We we gonna cut to one a week now that you're back. Driving. That you're you're the you're in charge. I, I it doesn't matter to me. Well, you you can't be on Thursdays at noon now, can you? I can't be on Thursdays at noon now. Okay. Well, we'll work that out. We'll I'm off out. on Mondays.
1: We don't have school on Mondays, so is it Mondays? Yeah. So the Monday night show is still okay. okay.
0: Well, we'll probably just do one a week there for a while then. Good we night. Um, yeah, we'll do that. But we're not going away. Don't worry. No. No, yeah. we're not. So um any any final thoughts before we sign off tonight?
1: There's one thing I, I would like to talk about a minute without okay. being political. <laughs> okay. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not anybody that's still listening. This has nothing to do with politics. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think I know a little bit more about this than most people. Oh, yeah, I know what you're
0: going to talk about. Go
1: ahead. I'm a teacher. Right. And I'm going to say this right now, and I mean this. Arming teachers is the dumbest thing that a school could ever do. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, if if a teacher was armed, what happened in Uvalde could not have been prevented. There's just no way. I, my classroom was right by a door that Mm -hmm. went to the outside. And 99% of the time that door was locked. Nothing is locked 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Nothing is 100%. It's just very, I can't think of anything that's 100%. Mm -hmm. Because people went in and out that door all the time and it might not have shut all the way. Somebody might have forgot. A lot of people would go out and they would prop it open because they were only going to be out there for a while. Mm-hmm. they come back in and they'd forget to take whatever they used to prop the door. I mean, okay, so let's say that door was open. You come in the door and if you take a right, my classroom is the very first classroom you came to. Mm-hmm. There is no way if I was packing heat, I could have killed that guy. Unless I'm sitting at my desk with a loaded pistol or whatever gun I got pointed straight at the door waiting on somebody. Now, the chances of me doing that are slim and none. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would be up teaching. Okay. And who's that guy going to take out first?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's going
1: to be the teacher.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And with that kind of weapon, no one else has a chance. Now, if another person in the building is armed, can they finally get the guy? Yes, but you've lost your entire classroom and a teacher before you can get to it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, and then the then the other thing that's so dumb is the one door entrance into a building. Mm-hmm. That is that is just it's unreasonable. You can't do that. Yeah. Some of these schools have 2,000 kids in it. Yep. How are you going to have a do- one door and get all the kids through that one door? And what if the building catches on fire?
0: Mm-hmm. How
1: are you going to get them out? So I think what needs to be done, we need to change this wording of gun control. Because that just is too vague. hmm Because that sounds like every gun. And, Aaron, you and I are not gun people. We're just not. Yeah. But you're like me. You don't care if somebody has one gun or 50.
0: No, no, not at all. responsible.
1: Yeah. Gun owners, and the guns are legal. Yes. I don't care. I don't care if you go out and hit one deer or 50. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Yeah. I don't choose to do it, but that doesn't mean I'm against somebody that does.
0: No, not at all. Yeah. And I'm
1: not against guns. I just no. I just don't have one, or I don't need don't feel like I need one. But I really think we need to say assault rifle control. Yeah. And that's kind of narrowing it down a little bit instead of saying gun control. Because even the people that are for gun control. They're not for eliminating all guns. That's right. not, not going to happen. And it shouldn't happen. People mm-hmm. like to hunt. And that's fine. But yeah. they don't use AR-15s to hunt. No. They will destroy whatever they hit. Yeah. So that's something I, I just, I just want to throw out the, the arming teachers. Also, all of you that might still be listening,
0: <laughs>
1: think of some of the teachers that you had in school yeah. Do you want them to be armed?
0: No. no. No.
1: First of all, it's not in most teachers' nature to use a firearm in that situation. No. And I'm one of them. I would not be comfortable. I, I, I'm a kind of a... I'll just say it. I'm kind of chicken when it comes to guns because mm-hmm. I'll figure I shoot myself. And you don't... We all know teachers that... First of all, they would not do it. And they don't have any business doing it. Okay. And so uh I see most some people are actually agreeing with me, and that's great. Yeah. Uh I just can't take any more of this. I mean, this is just well,
0: we gotta, we gotta I, do some. We have we have a fundamental problem we in do. this country right now. Every problem turns into politics immediately. It does, and that's why- Some I mean, problems are not political. No. And that's that's what happened with COVID as well. Yes. It turned into a political thing. Absolutely. This is a worldwide pandemic. This is not a political issue. This it, is a health issue. It's, yeah, you're talking about COVID? Yeah, and then we're talking about guns. This is not a Republican, a Democrat. These are kids getting shot. Just, if you really you know, to but do it, Aaron, this is a United States people problem. It is it because the in the United States right now, all anybody wants to do is pick a side and argue with the other side. Absolutely. It's I see it every day on a very small and insignificant scale on yeah, our. You do. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's just like some issues they aren't <laughs> up for debate. It's it's not, I'm on this side and I'm on this side and let's fight about it. Some of these issues just aren't that way. And exactly. it's unbelievable how we segment from each other in right. any situation. And we um,
1: all should realize these parents sent their kids to school and the last thing on their mind should have been, yeah. I'm worried about them getting shot.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's... And
1: Horrible thing that could ever happen. To yeah, a
0: and I, I'm sure those parents aren't sitting around going, "Well, I gotta, I gotta stick with my party, though, on this situation." No, they're not. No, because it's crazy, and it, it's to me, it's 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 a problem. That's the main problem in the United States, no matter what the issue is. Yeah, absolutely, everybody just wants to pick a side. They don't know the facts. They're just picking a side because that's my team, right? Yeah. And that's it. And I'm gonna whatever that guy or gal says, it's the leader of my team. Exactly. That's what I'm gonna agree with. I was and thinking they don't today,
1: think. I was thinking today or the other day. I've been consumed with this, and probably I shouldn't be as much as yeah. I am. But I'm just really tired of this. I'm just tired yeah. of this happening. It's 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 embarrassing in this country that this is happening. Yeah. We should all be embarrassed. Yeah. Well is- and and I've heard people say the police bungled this up. Well, maybe they did, but I think the the point is they knew they were no match for this guy. Yeah. the 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 normal police that were there, the regular cops knew they couldn't handle an AR-15. Yeah. They waited till the SWAT team or whatever they were, the border pro c- patrol, whatever they were, mm-hmm. they had better equipment and they went in and got him. Mm-hmm. So, and I was even thinking. All right, let's go back to the old West days when you had pistols that would shoot six, that would hold six bullets. Mm-hmm. Six shooter guy comes in to a classroom with, of young kids and he pulls the trigger six times. And this is a six shooter, not an automatic weapon. Yeah. He's going to take the teacher out first and then he's going to get five more before anybody can stop him.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we've got to do something about the assault rifles. Because you don't need us. Okay, if they are legal, all right. And you're responsible. We're not talking to you. We're not talking no. to you. No. Uh-huh. You are not the problem. No. So quit taking it personal. Yeah. We're not talking to you. Yeah.
0: It's too easy for these wackos to get these guns. Yeah. And, and listen, the bottom line is this isn't going to solve all of it. But you, yeah. have, to, you have to work. Together to try to do things to help. I mean, if it keeps one of them from happening, isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, go ahead. You have to take off your shoes before you get on an airplane,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: Mm -hmm. And you did that because somebody was able to hide an explosive device in their shoes once and they caught it. Yeah. And so now all the time you have to take off your shoes. And when
1: have you heard the last time that we've had any kind of incident
0: in the air? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's not, they just said, well, shit, we can't have somebody hiding an explosive device and shoes and blowing up a plane, you know? So it's like preventative measures are taken all the it's, time. Absolutely. And this one has gotten politicized and it's, it's not a political issue. It's political just not. Issue. It's a people issue. It's a people yeah. issue. Yeah. And I, I don't know the answer. I really I, don't
1: I enough remember when we had a lot of plane hijackings that was kind of like this it was like every yeah. week somebody would hijack a plane yeah well we decided we're we've had enough of that so now you got to go through strict security to get on an airplane yeah and that stuff has stopped
0: mm-hmm. and nine
1: 11 is when it really got more mm-hmm. strict and some of us gripe about having to go through security but if it can keep somebody from getting on a plane and crashing it on purpose into something well, yep. well,
0: isn't it worth it? <laughs> I was I, on two and I'm glad they didn't crash, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> so. And if it takes not making or making it harder to get an assault weapon, if that can save 19 little children and a couple of teachers or whoever from dying. Yeah. And it's not and here's another thing: it's not just schools, it's churches, it's grocery stores. That's right, yes. It's everywhere. It's country music yeah. festivals. Uh, there were four shootings this weekend where people are just getting in an argument and pulling out guns and shooting each other.
0: Well, honestly, and I, not like I'm sitting around thinking about it while I'm there, but you go to a place like Las Vegas, you never know. You really don't. The, the hotel I was in, Mandalay Bay, that I bragged about so much, well, a guy broke out a window at, ho- at Mandalay Bay not that long ago and shot a, a bunch of people at a country music concert. I mean, yeah. anywhere you go out in the public. Was that where that happened? Yes, it happened in Mandalay Bay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That was at a Jason Aldean concert, right? I believe that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. He had a rifle and he was up on one of the floors. And I actually, I mean, see where the concert was and everything. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You think about it,
0: how easy it is to go into
1: a mall at, at
0: a food court area.
1: You could walk right in
0: there with an automatic weapon and wipe out a hundred of them before anybody could ever get to you. Yeah, I mean that's just it. And and people say, well, they'll still get them. You're right. Some of them might. Some of them might not. Well, they might get them, but they're going to kill a bunch of them first. No, I'm talking about it with. Oh, get
1: with them the weapons. Yeah, they'll still uh-huh. get them. Well, they might. It might, but it some teach might not. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and if we can just get this under control, mm-hmm. because other countries do. They don't have this problem. No. So is it uh, our society, or is it
0: we have more guns than anybody else? I don't know. We have a lot of mental health issues in this country as well. Um, I think that's part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it? it's it's, it's okay. crazy. It's crazy. And it Dennis, uh, you know, this is a lighter note, but like with the sports gambling, uh, talking about Kentucky and they can't get it passed, and they can't get it passed here, and it's same reason. You know, it's okay politicized it all and I, I, I don't understand that either that's this gonna team be doesn't a- want gambling <laughs> and this team doesn't care and you yeah. control and that's like well we'll never get it
1: <laughs> all it's going to do is bring in more money to your
0: state yeah and I mean people that want to gamble on sports will just do it anyway so. find a place to do it but again it yeah you I, hit the nail
1: on the head we make it political this is not a political issue no Both sides should get together on this and work it out. And because one side believes one way and one side believes the other, they can't do it. Yeah, and they're not doing what's right for the United States. Yeah,
0: and it 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 falls on both really. I'm not blaming either one. They're they're, both. And the other the other issue is it just both sides are to the extreme now, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they won't budge on those extremes. No, and it's yeah, it's 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 gonna. I mean. It's frustrating. It is, but 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 trust me, arming teachers is not gonna work. Well, and you said the one thing you hit on that is thinking of some of these teachers that I had having a gun was just that I don't know that I'd want to go to school. So No. There's no telling what would happen.
1: Yeah, and, and the you know, do you really want to send your kids in a school where there's armed guards carrying weapons all over the school building? I don't think that's a good look. No, it's not. Now, if they're, yeah, well, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. I mean, every school has a resource officer no. that has a gun normally, but he's he's there not just as a guard. He he does he does everything.
0: Yeah, abs two one by the way.
1: Um, so yeah, it, again, I to it's bring that up because I feel like we have a forum here to where if we can make anybody change their mind a little bit or maybe talk about it. some. maybe we can get some, I mean, we're small scale, but maybe, you know, we can get each other talking about this. And
0: I think the biggest thing is people having, you don't have to agree with us. Just try to have an open mind about it. Try to think outside of what your political leader is telling you. Try (laughs) it once. And think
1: about, (laughs) think about the victim's families. Yeah. These are innocent people. Yeah. People that went to the grocery store in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. And had no thought that somebody was going to come in and kill them. Mm -hmm. How many of us go to the grocery store every day with absolutely no fear whatsoever? Mm -hmm. I don't ever go to Walmart and think somebody's
0: going to shoot me. You know, it's kind of interesting. I was sitting here thinking about it. You know, to get into any kind of big event now, because I've just been to three of them just just now in the last week. Yeah. The metal detectors you got to go through, you got to empty out all your pockets, this or that. Like again, it's 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 safety precautions, mm-hmm. so that doesn't happen in those kind of situations with no. the mass amount of people. So yeah, it's it's I coming to where we are going to have to go to
1: through a, I think, a metal detector, no, no matter where you go.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: And it's it's exactly what we're kind of saying it yeah. is it is a people problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's gone too, but it's a people problem. Yeah, it, it, we have a problem, yeah. We've got to address it. Yes, it's mentally ill, yeah. But there's a lot of countries that have mental illness too. It's not uh-huh. just, and mental illness has been around forever. This is not something new. And I think another thing, and I know we gotta get off here. We're not addressing another issue, which is drugs. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. And social media is too. uh, But I'm not going to blame social media that much. I
0: I think social media intensifies the arguments. Yeah, it
1: intensifies the argument, no doubt.
0: It also has made people – it's made it easier for people to be mean to other people.
1: Yes, Um, because – you. It's easy to choose somebody out on line. Yeah, you're yeah. not looking at them. You're not beside them.
0: I would say ninety percent of the people that have called me names, Jared names, Magic Slim on comments and social media, they would never do that to our face. Yeah, no. you know. No. But it. It just it just gives people that outlet to be mean and not have to pay, right. you know, the consequences for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a you know. It is. It's-
1: so whoever stayed with us, thank you for yeah. <laughs> so I feel better now. I've been wanting to do that and I feel a lot better. I just I just hope you listen to me a little bit. And if it comes down to where you have to vote on arming teachers, yeah, that's not the thing
0: to do. Yep. No, yep. it's not. It's not. Yep. No, I don't know. Like I said, and the thing is we don't have the answers, but at the same time, we're willing to, to- think about solutions (laughs) and not just try something. Let's try this. No, we're not. Why not? You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. Well, that's not, that's just, it's not, it's never going to work, you know? And the bottom line is for what most of you have a gun for, you don't need an AR 15. Well, of course not. And I don't think anybody really thinks you do. You know, I just think it's, I think, I think people, a lot of people live in fear and, uh, They think if you take those away, they're going to take everything away. And that's.
1: And I know, you know, where we live, it's not this way anymore. But it was when you were growing up. And it it was certainly when I was growing up. I didn't have any fear living here. We didn't have any fear. Right. We could walk down the street at night. I didn't have any fear. There are certain parts of this town now I would not dare walk down the street at night.
0: No, you're right. Yeah. We have changed so much. That's. That's society. That's how it's changed. Yeah, no clue. We didn't even lock our cars at night. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Not, not. We didn't used to. No, <laughs> no.
1: And I can remember when, when Aaron, when, when you were at home and living there, we didn't lock our front door very often. No, yeah, I can remember that. Yeah, and so, well, you don't do that now.
0: No, <laughs> I would not recommend that now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Football. Well.
1: And I, we got to do something. We have to try something.
0: Yeah, this was this was a good talk. Didn't see it coming. But, yeah, I, I agree. And it's it's sad. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Cindy's saying never lock doors. Russ, lock yours. Lock your doors, please.
1: <laughs> really, <laughs> Russ, you don't lock yours? No, oh,
0: maybe not. Oh. Um, Cindy
1: says we have never locked our doors. There you go. She lives in Canada, though.
0: Yeah. I thought, yeah, no, you do. Don't you? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we I'm lock not ours.
1: even now here. Now, I try to lock the front door, but I'm one of these guys that think I'm going to lose a key and I can't yeah. get in. So I, I usually leave one of them open somewhere. But now, <laughs> Sandy Sandy <laughs> locks this thing up, tired in that drum. Well, we lock ours. So,
0: <laughs> lock your <laughs> doors, everyone.
1: You kind made a reliever out of me, too, and I lock mine. My- but Russ doesn't. That's pretty cool.
0: There you go. Yeah, Russ. <laughs> it's just don't complain when something gets stolen. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. Well, we've covered a lot of topics. We've covered the Belmont. We've covered the NHL. We covered the NBA. We have covered gun control. We've yep. covered wrestling. That was a fascinating talk about wrestling. I, that was a good one. Yeah. That was. Uh, it was something that. It was something. Russ, to
1: he says, "I ain't got no gun either." <laughs> I don't either, Russ. I'm. Still Bravery
0: up. at its finest. Russ <laughs> is brave. Russ, where you live? Uh, Arkansas. Russ lives in Arkansas. I think you live in Arkansas. Ninety-nine percent sure. Yeah, he so. does. All right, we're gonna get off here. Um, fun show, definitely a fun show. We'll good be show. back uh, normal time on Monday. Um, next week. I don't. I guess we won't do a Thursday one. So we'll do a Monday show next week, and we'll take it from there. That sound I good? Did.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think, guys, if you like these kind of shows, we're probably going to venture off onto some.
0: I would say it'll be pretty much an open variety show for sure once uh, hockey and basketball get done. Yeah, so so
1: we'll tackle lots of things. We're going
0: to have a lot of different topics. We're going to do some Saratoga coverage uh, on the show a little bit as well. You're going to have to give
1: me another job, too, or I'm going to go bankrupt.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll work on that as well. Okay,
1: that's good. You be thinking about it.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to get off here now. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for watching us. Had a good crowd tonight, good, lively conversation. That's always good. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back next week uh, for you guys as well. So everybody take care, and we'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com